Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Busy day here on Evan and Tiki, but it is 5 o'clock. Cinco de Fivo with Evan and Tiki on The Fan. Cinco de Fivo is brought to you by Helix Wireless. Connecting everything everywhere and by... Wendy's. Try the new pretzel baconator today. All right, off of last night's big New Hampshire primary, I'm going to give you the five states we least care about, but with a caveat. (laughs) After Aaron Boom was on yesterday, Evan, he said that you did not pronounce capitals properly. Yeah, that's correct. He criticized my pronunciation of Helena. So I'm going to give you the five states we least care about. The five least relevant states in America. I got you. I want you to give us the capital, and then I'll just tell you why they suck as Oh, so you want me to play along with capitals? Yeah, why not? I love it. Let's play a Cinco with capital games. Here we go. Here we go. Number five. Arkansas. Little Rock. I have no idea if that's right, but I'm going to take your word for it. I'm right. Don't worry. All right. The people of Arkansas should kiss the feet of the Clintons, because without them, who gives a rat's ass about Arkansas? I mean, he's sort of right. Like, I'm trying to think of the last time I thought about Arkansas. You ever plan a vacation? You and your wife and go, you know where you should go? Arkansas. It's funny. We did a Southwest road trip, me and my wife, where we drove through the entire Southwest. That's like one of the states we just purposely said, nah, not interested. Huh? I'm out. Arkansas is in the Southwest? No, the Southeast. All right. So I really just see. Look how relevant it is. <laughs> My bad. South. We went to, it wasn't even the Southeast, like New Orleans, right. Nashville, the South. Did I call a game there? In Arkansas? Oh, yeah. Razorbacks. I think I called a football, college football game there. Interesting. I'm surprised. I feel like I stayed in a, in a hotel, like basically a, a, a uh, motel. Right, an old Howard Johnson's or something? Yeah. No, it's like outside doors. I'm not not even kidding. Number four. Delaware. Yeah, Delaware's a pit stop, man. Yeah, I mean, has anybody, and I'm serious, outside of an actual pit stop, has anybody stopped and parked their car in Delaware, got out and stood outside for any sustained amount of time? I've been through it a million times because yeah. going down to my mom in Laurel, Maryland. No, it's, but, a, it's a Jersey to Maryland yeah. turnpike but, of a state. But, but the beach there, I hear, is amazing. Dewey Beach is fun. Right. It's a good place to right. Wait, they have ocean I've in never Delaware? Been, yes. I, I know they have a water been, gap. But people talk about it all the time. And oh, it's actually accessible. And by the way, I'm sure that beach is so much nicer than uh, you know Jersey, Maryland, Long Island. You it's the same ocean. You did at least know. name two states that have had a recent presidents mm-hmm. in Joe Biden and Bill Clinton. Well, Biden's from did, Delaware? Didn't you hear his like intro? He said it's the primary season. He's yeah, but you think about. he's purposely naming states where presidents are from? I, I, he didn't I, even know Biden was from Delaware. I had no idea I'm, he was from I'm, Delaware. I'm giving Sean some credit here. Yeah. I had a funny line, but I'm trying to be respectful. Very good. Uh, Biden? Know, yeah, I was going to make a joke. And I, I was like, eh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. He's not getting Number pressure. three. I was going to say this. Nah, forget it. Go ahead. <laughs> sure? 
Yeah, it's political season. I want to be fair to Wait everybody. A minute. Did you give me the Delaware Capitol? <laughs> oh, Dover. Okay. Yeah. I forgot. I'm sorry. What's number three? I'll get it back on track. All right. Uh, here we go. You already said it. Number three. Oh, number three. South Dakota. South Dakota is Bismarck. Pierre. Pierre? Pierre. Bismarck is North Dakota. Pierre is South Dakota. Huh. So here's the thing with South Dakota. At least North Dakota has the presidential mountain. What does South have except for Jackrabbit's basketball? The presidential mountain? <laughs> the one with the heads. Do you know the name of it? <laughs> I know the name of it. <laughs> okay. I forgot to redo this. When I, was, when I was typing out earlier, I wrote presidential mountain. No, obviously, I know it's not called presidential mountain. What's it called? What did I do for a living? You played running back. <laughs> and I got, it's called a... I didn't even think of that. It's called a... A wheel route? No, like a... A carry. In the stat book, it is a... How many blank for a how many yards? Carries, attempts. Keep going. <laughs> Tiki, where the hell are you going with this? Rushes! Rushmore. <laughs> Rushmore. Jesus. It's called carries and attempts, by the way. Know your position. No, it's out loud. rushes. All right. Bottom line is that South Dakota doesn't have anything. Least... Every time I hear you, I feel a little bit dumber. Yeah. At least North Dakota, you get out for three minutes, you uh, see the heads. So perfect. All right. Number two. <laughs> it is New Hampshire. Honestly. I and by the way. I've did... never been to New Hampshire. Here's the thing. Did really? I... You've done everything. I figured you've been to every 50 state. Every 50 state. No. All 50 states. Nope. Nope. You know why? Because there's nothing there. And did I miss the memo? Where's Old Hampshire? What was that? (laughs) (laughs) Why is it New Hampshire? Concord, by the way. What's Concord? It's the capital of New Hampshire. (laughs) Oh! Not about the plane. Not the jelly. All right. But think about that. New Mexico, we know there's Mexico below it. Yeah. New England, we know England is across the pond. I mean, honestly, the only time I ever pay attention to New Hampshire is the primary, which the Democrats even changed. Like, last night, they had their primary, but the DNC was like, we're not doing that anymore. So there was a vote, even though they're saying it doesn't count as a vote. Yeah. I don't know if you guys followed this. It's fascinating because they... They changed the first primary state to South Carolina. That's what they want it to be. Right. I think by noted because South Carolina turned his primary around in 2020, mm-hmm. but whatever. So New Hampshire said, screw that. We're still first in the state. We're a big deal. They had a vote, and the DNC's like, yeah, we're not counting it, bro. Uh. And so Biden wasn't on the ballot, and he won anyway because people wrote his name in. <laughs> now, when you say first in the serious? state, what I'm does not that kidding. mean? It means first in the nation. First in the nation. I first in the nation. First in the nation, not first in the state. First de- de- Democratic primary was in New Hampshire. And, and even okay. the first Republican primary, because Iowa's a caucus, not a primary, so gotcha. it's the first primary. See, that's why they're not relevant. they got to get it out of the mm. way early. Well, yeah. now they feel even less relevant because the Democrats are like, we're not even counting you anymore. Are you serious? So they, they they voted for Biden even though he wasn't on the Biden? Yeah, he won by... A, by I thought you followed politics. I do, but I missed this last <laughs> night because they called the... the he was the, watching... True detective and getting busy with his no, wife. No, no, we were at the game yes. and I was updating him on right. uh, Haley versus Trump. Right, I was on Drudge Report last night. Nestor Cortez. Oh, he's no like, wonder he left early. He's like, they called it at eight seventeen. Right. I said, yeah, we got those. Number right. one. All right, number one. Single day five. All the five states we least care about. And again, I want the capital, West Virginia. Uh, West Virginia is. Boy, I'm struggling. Aaron Boone's. No, no, hold on, hold on a second. Hmm. Morgan- Charleston. No, no Mor- Morgantown's is where... No, it's Charleston. Look Mor- it up to Morgantown is where the university is, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and that's the thing. Mor- would you say Morgantown? Yeah. yeah. Can we agree on something? And I know they have West Virginia University. I got it. It was Charleston. I got it right. I, I struggled a little bit, but I got it right. Oh, wait. Charleston. Real original name. Every country in America has one. Do you know uh, how to do the Charleston? The chew? <laughs> the dance. There's a Charleston dance? Yes. 
Charleston, Charleston, Come on, made in Carolina. You're acting like it's the Macarena. Who the heck knew there was a Charleston? I've heard of the Charleston. Right. All right. Uh, by the way, and this is the payoff. If it honestly, if it wasn't for the song "Country Roads," would anybody ever reference West Virginia? Uh, that song's about Virginia, by the way, <laughs> not West Virginia. West Virginia, yeah. Take Blue Ridge me Mountains. The Blue Ridge Mountains are in Western Virginia, not West Virginia. First of all, the Blue Ridge Mountains are in like five states. I know, but still, <laughs> that song is about Virginia. Yeah, but at West Virginia, they sing. I know. Oh, Tiki. It is a state song, even though it's about Virginia. You I'm need just to telling calm you. Calm down. I'm just telling you. So they you, shouldn't be singing go it. Go in your Tiki rabbit Barbara? hole. That song My is friend. about Western Virginia. The last not time, West Virginia. the last time you sent me in a rabbit hole about Virginia, you, I found out you lied about the Grinch. Right? <laughs> that's a so I'm not doing that. Right. That's Cinco de Five on today and every day. For real. Get lost. Now, you did. This is actual real news, and this is stunning for all of us as New Yorkers. You may not know this news. I want to let you know within the last few days. Not making this up. I was curious if you were going to name this state because there is a random state in the United States of America mm. that is looking for approval on actually building on a building they already have right now that would make it the tallest building in the United States of America, passing our Freedom Tower that's right here in New York City. Missouri? It is not Missouri. You seem to know the answer. Sean. I do, because I'm fascinated by the story. I love the story. Okay, so, by, by the way, again, hear me out on this. There is a city in a state that is very random, that could have been on this list, hmm. that is looking to pass an ordinance, because I guess they need approval from the city, that would raise this tower that they already have to the point where it would... I wrote this down. I'll give you a hint because I'll tell you why it's not on the list. It would surpass... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Our building here in New York City, right. the Freedom Tower, as the tallest tower in the United States. Currently, this tower right now is the fifth tallest tower, and this would pass it. It did not qualify for my list as a state without telling you because any state... That has a professional sports team in the four major sports, I consider to be a relevant state. Uh, this state sense. and city has a professional sports team, but it only has one. You ready for the answer? Seattle? <laughs> it's only funny that one? you say Seattle. They got three. Because they do have a link, this team, from Seattle to where Evans. Oh, you knew the answer, too? Yeah, because I put it on the show sheet that no one reads. Before. Oh, I apologize. <laughs> 
I didn't even see it on the show. Oh, it's on there under the miscellaneous, uh, the, the one that Tiki likes. By the that way, that's a great job by mm-hmm. you then, Luke. You're doing a hell of a job. Thank oh, you. the Mariners. <laughs> like, the, the Mariners, the Kraken, and the Seahawks. They got three. The Kraken, too. I know, but I don't watch hockey. The answer is Oklahoma. <laughs> the answer is Oklahoma City. They are, I guess there's a variance from Oklahoma City that if approved, would make it the tallest building in the United States of America, which is insane. Like, what, what building? It's called the board. Okay. It's one of the towers in a development known as the Boardwalk of at Bricktown. That's the name of the area. Yeah, because when you think Oklahoma, you think boardwalk. Dude, I can't name anything in Oklahoma City other than they're starting five for their basketball team. Or Roberts University. But, okay. But I wouldn't have. But <laughs> my, da- we- my dad's a professor. That's the reason. Okay, well, that's cool. Wow. <laughs> We can't accept that as New Yorkers, can we? Sure we can. We can accept. Like, it's one thing for the Sears Tower to be the biggest tower. It's the Willis Tower. What was that? It's the Willis Tower. The Sears Tower. What's a Willis Tower? Are you serious? The Sears Tower. It It hasn't been the Sears Tower in like 30 years. Doesn't matter. It's the Sears Tower. Like, what are we talking about? Okay. Where do the Giants play in the San Francisco Giants? Pac Bell Park. Old names. Old name. No, no, no. no. I don't do this. (laughs) I don't do it. What's it called now? AT&T. No, no. the, The Sears Tower. Willis Tower. F that. It's the Sears Tower. Are okay. Got, am I crazy, T? You no, go to I've Chicago never, and... I've never heard of the Willis Tower. No, if you go to Chicago, which I did, I went to the top yeah, of the yeah. Willis Tower, picked a cloudy day, my wife killed me. You uh, you can't... You type in Sears Tower, won't even take you there. Really? Well, that's uh, that's a problem with Google. It's been that long. Mm. Has it really been that long? Yeah. I still call it the Sears Tower. Okay. I mean, I... I mean, but anyway, it's one thing if it's the Sears it's Tower. It's one thing if it's Chicago, but, like, are we okay with Oklahoma City having the largest tallest skyscraper in the United States of America? I mean... Are we really okay with that? What are we doing here? Yeah. Don't we have enough? Uh, yeah, does it matter? We're New York bleeping city. I know, but it doesn't matter if we don't have the tallest building? Uh, again, if it's Chicago... Because what do you get for having the Thomas t- tallest building? I don't know, just a reminder that we're the best. I don't know. Uh, excuse me. Yeah, but that's pretentious. It's not as if somebody from Oklahoma is coming with a barge and taking the Statue of Liberty out of the water and bringing it to Oklahoma. <laughs> we have that. We have all the buildings that are memorable here. We have the Yankees here. Oklahoma let's, can have the tallest building. Let's, really? Let's, yeah. let's be... Let's, let's, this is about tourism. So you don't need a tourist reason to come to New York City. I'm not saying you do. I but just it, don't like the idea of them taking it, it from What us. is this building called? It's uh, the Boardwalk at Bricktown. It, the Boardwalk at Bricktown is now the tallest building in the United States. People are more likely to go visit it. And it's good for their economy. And by the way, flat so ground. I'll say good for them. Depending on how tall it is, I bet you you could see multiple states away if you stand oh. at the top of the building. Whatever. Great point. Yeah, but it's a it's a, it's a a macho thing. If we have the tallest building. It's a tourist You're a locker thing. room guy. The guys with the big hoses, they walked around <laughs> a little a bit more. It's a thing. Yeah. Eh. We already don't have the tallest building in the world, so who cares if it's right. the tallest building? We have the tallest building in the Western Hemisphere. Right. Isn't that enough? Like, I didn't say the world. We have the tallest building Let in the Western Hemisphere. We had maybe the best center in the 90s. And Patrick, did we ever win a title? We no, tw- because we- you lost to a better center yeah. from Houston, Texas. Bottom line is this. We had the tallest building in the basketball world. Didn't matter. Guess what? A team with a, with a guard and a forward, they won it all. You uh, with uh, Jordan Pippen. All right, whatever. Mm-hmm. So we have the Empire Thank State building, the Freedom right. Tower. That's, That's Jordan fine. Pippen. That's fine. We disagree, respectfully. Yeah. Sean Morash, he's got the Cinco de Favo every day at 5 o'clock. Real quick. Take a couple of calls, and I want to address this Tom Coughlin, Brian Dable thing. Cause it's an interesting discussion Where worth did this having. Come from? Where did it come up? Oh, I'll tell you in a second. Yeah, okay. I will let you know. There's a reason for it. Let's go to, oh, my God, so many good options. <laughs> now, let me get Ozzy and Woodridge, and he's a pain in the ass. What's up, Ozzy? Hey, Tiki. What up? You get a, you get a mulligan from this juror 
for your Barclays bounce. Thank because you. Because you opened up Space Mountain when you got home. <laughs> <laughs> Ozzy. I love Ozzy. You know he's a Cowboy fan. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Before I get to these two quote-unquote athletes, Evan, did you tip the subway worker for your sandwich yesterday? I did not. I don't believe I should. Like, they made keep me a, going back that to was a, the melt, that was a discussion. That was a discussion from a yeah. couple of months ago. Yeah, I mean, they made a sandwich. Yeah. Why do I have to give a tip? tip you keep going back. Give them a tip. Dude, I got a sandwich you made like today. It? I got a wrap made today. I tipped them. Did you really? 20%. Yeah. Wow. Jeez. I, I mean, the hotter the... <laughs> the hotter the chick is, the bigger the tip. <laughs> is that what it is? Okay. It was a guy, but I didn't care. <laughs> All right. What else you got, Ozzy? Up, Ozzy? All right, Evan. Just because I asked this, just because your baby arms match your baby hands, and Sean Morris <laughs> has elbow back fat a la King Kong Bundy. Now, you two as athletes, have you ever been in a weight room or lifted a weight in your entire life? That's a great life? question. I have, believe it or not. I got very much into it. Huh? Coincidentally, right uh-huh. before I met my wife, like I was in the gym every single day. I was doing a hell of a job. I was no, getting stronger. Yeah, no, I was lifting weights. I mean, I never been, I never benched any kind of crazy number. It was always small, but I was working out. Yeah, what's the highest you ever benched on a bench press? Yeah, over two hundred. Are you kidding? <laughs> okay, one fifty, one ten. I am weak. <laughs> I've gone over 200. Well, good uh, for you. I wasn't trying to do that. I was trying to get reps in to just you know sculpt myself. Anyhow, Sean, what's your point? Yeah. You've gone over 200? Yeah, I keep LA Fitness in business. And in fact, yeah. I have the record at West Babylon High School for the most farts during the presidential fitness test on sit ups. Yeah. So, what, if you go over 200, that's only one quarter of your body weight. So, that's really like nothing. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Bad Tiki. But what is that? Thank you, Ozzy. What does that have to do with pickleball? Uh, he's just saying you guys are non athletes. You don't what? lift weights, you, you know don't what? work out. Here's the beautiful thing. We are going to play the game. It's already being set up. I've already got a court lined up for Thursday morning, a week from tomorrow. We're not dragging this out any more than that. Eight days from now, I think that's a fair number. Yep. And we're going to play. And our digital team will be there. They'll film the whole freaking thing, and you'll get to see. Sounds like Sean needs to learn how to play. Yeah, he's got to learn how to play. I'm going to you know, try to sculpt myself in the next eight days because people are going to make fun of my man boobs otherwise. And we're going to play, and we're going to have a damn good time. Mario in Long Beach. Hey, Mario. All right. Hey, guys. Great great uh, show today. Thank you, dude. What's up? Yeah, so I got another single to fire. Why the Ravens will win the Super Bowl. Okay. Uh-oh, we got a single to five on. Why mm-hmm. the Ravens will win the Super Bowl. I'll help you out, Lugie. Number five. Yeah, running game. Yeah. They, once again, they lead the league in running without a top running back. It just shows that they have a great offensive line, great scheme. Running game is always important. They uh, also have Lamar in. Jackson. <laughs> that, yes. But no. also these other runners are getting yards, and they're not even big names. Number four. Number four. John Harbour, 160 and 90 for a 618 winning percentage, 12 and 9 the playoffs, a Super Bowl winner, and coaching the Ravens since 2008. Number three. Defense, number one of all time or over the last 50 years in points allowed, sacks, and turnovers. Mm, number two. Lamar Jackson, the most dynamic playmaker in the league, to your point, TK. Number two. With, Word up. With no. a massive upgrade with their skill position. Right. Number, number one. Here's the biggest one the best and hottest team in the league. The team that's the teams that are playing in the NFC Championship game, Detroit and San Francisco, they played them late this year and they outscored them seventy-one to twenty-five. Mm-hmm. Thanks for taking my call. I listen to your comments. Thank you, Mario. No, he's not right. He's not wrong about a lot of that. And the other thing you didn't even mention is that two coordinators are new. Munkin is new this year, uh, but Mike McDonald is new. I think it's the second year. 
those guys are innovative, mm. right? They're just—it's not the same old Ravens any longer. So I—they're dynamic. They can adjust offensively and defensively. It gives them a real chance to beat the incumbents, even though people want to see the script and Taylor Swift. I'll give you my list. You ready? Go ahead. Number five, Andy Reid. <laughs> Number four, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Number three, the referees. <laughs> Number two, Patrick Mahomes. Number one, Taylor ev- Swift. Everything plus Taylor Swift. <laughs> Those nuggies. Listen, man, I respect the Baltimore Ravens. I really do. Yeah. And I don't dislike them. And what they've accomplished this year is pretty impressive. And he mentioned something that should not be forgotten. Not that it matters that much, but it's interesting. They have destroyed good teams when they've played them. Yeah. And they have looked far superior. When they played the Lions, they were far superior. Same mm-hmm. with the Niners and all that. Yeah. Even but, Houston. I mean, Houston no scrappy doubt. for a, a half. Then it but, became a blowout. Actually, I don't want to use but. I'm going to use a word that's been used a little bit today. However. However. Got to say however, classy. However. <laughs> they're the Kansas City Chiefs. And I think too many people have forgotten just who in the hell they are. Who they are defensively, better than they've been in a while. Who they are coaching-wise. Who they are quarterback-wise. Who they are championship DNA-wise. Like, they're the Chiefs. Yeah. And so when I tell you on Wednesday late in our show, I think the Chiefs are going to win this game, I don't say it because I think the Ravens are frauds. I don't say it because Lamar isn't a quarterback. I don't say it for any disrespectful reason. I say it because they're the Chiefs. And I think we have forgotten that. I thought maybe last week against Buffalo was a little reminder. But if you haven't remembered yet, if they haven't reminded you yet, I can promise you this. Sunday at about 6 o'clock, You'll damn well remember who they are. You will. And that's the damn truth. And that pumped me up. You're going to remember the day they played the Chiefs. That's right. <laughs> you blitz all night. <laughs> that's a great movie, too, by the way. Denzel. I know. The beauty of Denzel is he can go good, he can go bad. Yeah. By the way, Pat Mahomes also didn't have a 1,000-yard rusher. Oh, speak, by the way, speaking of Pat Mahomes, did I tell you this? About Pat Mahomes? Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes coming on the show tomorrow. Hmm. Is that, is that like a big surprise? Pat Mahomes is on the... Oh, he's laughing. Pat Mahomes is on the show tomorrow. Yes. And I love Pat Mahomes because the love thing him. about Pat Mahomes... And I'm not kidding. Like, I'm not lying. Pat Mahomes, what time? 4 o'clock tomorrow? 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock. Pat Mahomes is on the show tomorrow at 3 o'clock. And I'm damn excited because there's a lot of questions I've been meaning to ask Pat. You know what they are, right? What is that? How'd it feel being such a key long reliever out of that Met bullpen in 1999? <laughs> but more importantly, and this is the question Tiki's been, I'm, by the way, serious. Ass. The great Pat Mahomes Sr. will join the show tomorrow. He's an awesome dude. And obviously the father of Patrick Mahomes. Tiki needs to know about yeah, that reaction. Right. <laughs> what were you thinking when Jason Kelsey and Taylor Swift are acting a fool in your booth? <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> That'll be a lot of fun. When we come back, serious issue. And it was really brought up by Eli Manning, or it was asked of Eli Manning. And that was, hey, Eli, Tom Coughlin had to change. How come Brian Dayball doesn't have to change? And Eli's answer is fine, but no offense to Eli, I'm more interested by Tiki's answer. Mm. <laughs> Evident Tiki, you're on the film. We'll get back to your calls in a second. But Brian Dayball, over the last few weeks, has been under a little fire. A little fire. And that's because he yells and he screams and some of his coaches don't like him. And we'll see what ends up happening with some of his other coordinators like Mike Kafka, who's interviewing for head coaching jobs, which is amazing to me. And Eli Manning was asked a good question, which I brought up briefly to you once, but we've never really fully explored it. And that is 
does Brian Dayball need to change if he really is a screamer and a yeller and that, you know, it turns some guys in that room, specifically other coaches, not as much players. We yeah. didn't hear it that much about players, which is different. Turn them off. And with Tom Coughlin, famously, he changed, right? Yeah. So, number one, why and how did Tom Coughlin change? Well, I wasn't there, but... I only heard it anecdotally from some of the players that I was still close with on that team. But you knew he had to change. Well, I mean, I was asked about it, and I told you this story when I did my exit interview with John Mara. You know, it was the one thing that came up. He's like, you know, what, what, do you, what, do you, what are your thoughts? It's like, well, you can't fire him because he's a great coach, mm. but he just can't treat people the way that he treats them. And that wasn't just to the players. That was to his staff. That was to the organization. Every, everybody, the media, everything. And, you know, he changed to his credit. And and I remember Sean O'Hara telling me at the training camp that next year, he's like, Deke, you're not going to believe this. We went bowling, right? And we have a <laughs> leadership council. And, like, he's actually listening to the things that we're suggesting. And that's what good coaches do, especially when you have a, a solid group of veterans like that Giants team did, uh, including Antonio Pierce, who, he, who just got the head coaching job for the Raiders and hired Tom Coughlin to be, I guess, an advisor. I don't know what the exact title is, but – Tom Coughlin is now an advisor for Antonio Pierce with the with the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. And so can you change? Of course you can. No matter how old you are, the, the cliche holds, right? You can learn new tricks, especially when the player, like the, the world you're in, you're living in, coaching in professionally has changed. And it changed on Tom Coughlin. Uh, but he adjusted to it, and it was beneficial for everyone in that organization. So can it happen? Of course. Now, does Brian Dable need to change? I don't know. With with Coach Coughlin, it felt like it was everybody had some issue here or there. But with Dave's, it feels like it's just a couple of his coaches. And those coaches aren't here. And they were on the other side of the ball. And the players, they seem to still love them. Um, The organization seems to still love them. It's just a couple of coaches. So does he need to change? I mean, maybe, but not really. I I don't look at this as a crisis, if that makes sense. I wonder if, because reportedly, and I know a lot of this was leaked from like an angry Wink Martindale and the other coaches that lost their job, but I wonder with players that have only been coached by him for two years, yeah, if it just hasn't worn on them. As players are like, yeah, you know, it hasn't affected them the way it probably affected you guys because Tom was like that for a while and you played for him for a while. I don't know if, I don't know if he, I mean, he, he gets on players. But still, as players, you kind of want to be get got on. Well, some guys do, not all, right? Well, I think the best players don't mind negative reinforcement. In fact, it, it motivates them. And if you take it personally, then you then your skin's too thin, and mm-hmm. it's hard for you to 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 be trusted, right? If you have thin skin, if you get offended by nonsense, by things that you hear from either your coach or from someone outside the organization, or a, a media opinion, or I don't know, whatever something we say, then you shouldn't be, I mean, your your chance of success are not high. Right. Right? Because if, if, if something that someone like me or someone outside the organization has affects you, then are you strong enough? Right. Right? Mentally to do this? So I don't, I don't know. I, di- I kind of disagree with that. I think players need that. And they, they don't have all the answers. And the ones that are curious and seek the right answers, and when they mess up, they get they get chastised for it. Those are the ones that become the best players. Yeah, the the, the interesting thing about Dayball needing to change is 
I don't know if he does. Like, I don't yeah. know if he does, but here's what I do know that's far different than Tom Coughlin and more dangerous for Dable than Brian, uh, than Tom Coughlin. If Brian Dable has a bad year next year, it's on the table he could be gone. Yeah. Tom Coughlin, and you said it, was too good of a coach. Even you said it mm-hmm. in your exit interview. Shouldn't fire him. Like, right. that's crazy. He's a good coach. He just needs to change. Dable hasn't done enough where he would even get the opportunity well, to change. Well, well, Coach Coughlin had a had a history that helped him. Like he had, right. Like he had a preceding history, whether it was success at BC, then he was first stint in the NFL with the Jacksonville Jaguars where he went to, I think, two uh, AFC, AFC Championship, championship yeah, yeah. games. Like, he had success. And and don't forget, in the second year, we won 10 games. Right. right? This is with the second year, Eli Manning. We won 10 games. We were pretty damn good. And then, you know, the, my last year there with him, which is his third year, it got dicey because we, we almost missed the playoffs. And we finished 8-8 eight and eight and had a good showing against the Eagles. But it just felt like it was – he. it kind of feels like Dave's now. Right? He's just – you're on the edge. You know you like him. You know he's a good coach. But, like, you're on the edge. You can right, go, it could go either way. But the dangerous thing is that Coughlin at least had the track record from what he did yes, in Jackson. That's right. Where you could say, I'm on the edge, but I know he's a good head coach. I've seen it. Yeah. And with Dayball, we don't have that. No. But I, I mean – but Dave's immediate culture turnaround, that was impressive. It's Because that's hard to do. Because, mm. I mean, I can, I can only speak from personal experience. We needed that with when Fossil went out and Coach Coughlin came in. And it happened, but it happened, like, slowly. Right? There was, there was a, like, a lot of turnover that needed to happen with the roster. It took, I don't know, it took some... Some getting used to. We had a young. I think we had a young. It was a younger roster, so maybe that maybe had something to do with it, especially with the quarterback with Eli in his second year. But with with Dave's, like, there's some experience here. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. There, there's some there's some ballers. There's some guys that you know are are Pro Bowl level players that are that are here. And so when you try to change the culture and they buy in, it happens immediately. This matters far less, but I found myself curious about it. Brian Dable hasn't met the media since the day. Mm-hmm. Of those exit interviews. Well, do they really? They don't. No, no, no. I'm not saying he's done anything wrong. And he, he, just, not, he doesn't need to. He doesn't need to, but we don't forget. Like, media members don't forget. Fans don't forget. So yeah. the first time he meets the media is probably going to be at the Combine, if I had to guess. Yes. And he's going to be asked about the little fight between him and Wink. Is he? And he oh, no, no question. Uh, you think I, people forget? Well, not forget, but is it relevant? Yes. Because uh, you have... Here's why it's relevant. Because... You haven't had, like, I'll give you an example of I'm me. To, I'm trying to think if it's actually relevant. Well, because I don't think I, it is. I'll give you an example, and you, you're more than welcome to criticize a question I asked of Aaron Boone yesterday. Right. But we had Aaron Boone on, and one of the first questions I asked him was, Hey, Aaron, what'd you think of Cashman going rogue at the beginning of the offseason? Yeah. Now, you could argue, well, Evan, who cares? That happened months ago. The reason I thought it was interesting, and by the way, you don't have to think it was interesting, I did, was. I haven't heard Aaron Boone's comment on it. Yeah. I'm curious what he'd say. And he gave an interesting answer. He kind of agreed with you. Yeah. So even though something happens a long time ago, if you don't have an opportunity to hear from that person about said issue, so in the case of Brian Dayball, it's not just Wink, because the truth is Wink's gone. It's, hey, coach, do you think you have a problem? Do you think he yelled too much at your guys? <laughs> do you? Yeah, there's a lot of questions to ask from that. Right. And he will be asked. And what I'm curious about is what lame joke he uses to explain it. Because uh, he's going, I know. I've learned about Dave's over these right. two years. He, like he he's did with gonna, Wink, he will make some kind of. He's going to say, "I yell." This is who I am, especially over pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, because he's done that before. That'll right. be <laughs> right. But I don't know. I don't, but I, it, but I it does. It does matter. Though, Wink, Dave. Wink. Their defense was was 
good at moments, but it wasn't actually good. He's not going to say that. I know, but I'm just defending the move, right? I didn't mean the most. Hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. The move was not about the defense not being good. The move was they cut Wink's knees off by getting rid of two of his assistants. Like, they didn't fire him and say, oh, so you're you didn't talking do a good specifically job. about how they relieved him of duty. Well, I think we asked about that, too. Yeah, no, 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 no. But, Evan, we have proof now, and basically it's been admitted in two articles, even from the Dable side, that he was blaming Wink in the defense for certain things. Like, yeah. that wasn't denied. And, frankly, I while I don't think it was all Wink's fault, what is the one thing we talked about with the defense all year? How many times are they going to miss a tackle? Right. How many, and yeah. Wink got defensive about that. Right. It's the most fundamental element to teach a defense, and it was the thing they were weakest at. Yeah. So we can't just totally dismiss like Wink was doing a great job here. No, oh, I, I, I remember I, there was what game did you? It was oh, it was the Tuesday of Christmas, uh, right? Yeah, you, that you I worked, did off you the Eagle game. Day. Yes, All right. I remember that with the first Eagle game, and I, yeah. I texted Sean. I was like, Sean, this is what you need to say. This tackling is horrendous. This is this is some of the worst fundamentals of football that I have ever seen. And this is week 15. Are you just like maybe week two or three? You can't say, ah, oh, you're just not used to hitting. Uh, you, you didn't hit all preseason. You don't do two days anymore. You guys you guys are soft. It'll take you a couple minutes, a weeks to get back into it. Week 15? I get that. Take was bad that, angles. Was that Wing's fault, in your opinion? I, there's, there has to be an accountability. Well, I get you. It's and, the you defensive know, and, you, and you know why? Because when I see the contrary, when I see what Dan Campbell is doing, like telling his guys, like explicitly telling, we're going to be in pads because you need to learn and practice how to tackle all the time. Because mm-hmm. it can't be an excuse that you just haven't done it and the reason that you failed in the moment that matters the most and the, coming down the stretch. I, how do you explain it? So they either didn't emphasize it or didn't care. And that's, that's fireable, especially when it loses you football games, which over some of those weeks did. But they, they didn't fire him. I know, you know what I mean? But, like, they didn't. They got rid of some of his assistants and almost forced him to just be miserable enough to leave. Yeah. yeah. Which I guess is like breaking up with somebody, even if you're not so breaking up with ask, somebody. if they're going to ask about that, I think it's fair game. I bet, well, Brian Dable, who you have even said he's Belichick with a smile, going to give any kind of, of answer not. on that? Of course not. If Belichick did that, <laughs> what, what, would we expect an answer from Bill Belichick? The answer is no. No. So but, we should not expect a, an answer from Brian Dable. Yeah, but you know the difference. The difference is Bill's Bill. Of course. And so it makes it Bill's easier. Bill's earned the right. But we, yeah. we forget that Bill was the same way before he was Bill Belichick. You know what's so funny that you say that? I And I told you this earlier in the show. You can mm-hmm. rewind it on the Odyssey app. We were talking about Bill Belichick and the fact that he hasn't gotten this Atlanta job yeah. yet. And who knows what's going to happen. And I mentioned that a few weeks ago, I went back and watched his press conference when he resigned as the HC of the NYJ. Got it. And one of the things that absolutely jumped out at me, and I could cut clips tomorrow right. if you're really interested, is how endearing he was with the media really? and how open he was. Huh. There was one moment where he said to the media members, hey, guys, not going to be able to answer every question, but I'll give you guys my personal number after if you want to keep talking about this. And I'm like, what the hell is going on with this guy? <laughs> so That was pre-success. He, bingo. <laughs> well, you said it, not me. <laughs> so... I don't know when Bill became Bill. Was it immediately upon going to New England? I doubt it. Was it after? I actually don't remember. I don't don't, know either. It wasn't a storyline. That Bill was Bill? Yeah. If you know, yeah, I I don't know, but he was a completely different guy when he was leaving as head coach of the Jets. Yeah. And and you just said, well, he hadn't won yet. Well, uh, Brian Dable hadn't won yet. I'd like to go. You know what? I may study this. (laughs) There's no games tonight, right? Okay. Mm -mm. I think I'm going to go back and watch old Bill Belichick press conferences. I think I got to study him. And find out yeah, when did he become know. Bill. Yeah. 
I like how you I said bet it, I bet it was after the second championship. Oh, so you think he was like Mr. Friendly during the first one? I don't remember him being Mr. Friendly. I don't Friendly remember either. either. But I don't also remember him being a like an ass to the media. Either. Stupid thing. On the, a couple of those documentaries, including the one with him and Saban, he was like that in Cleveland. But I'm okay. I'm just telling you. Yeah, that, that, I remember him in Cleveland. Yeah, and he was like that. Short with the media. That's just who he was. So do you yeah, think I that? Understand that. Do you think that leaving the Jets was just a unique situation, which on that maybe. day he happened maybe. to be, and he owed people an explanation because of how it all went down. Maybe, and, maybe right. Maybe my studies yeah. will be done very quickly, and yeah. I'll realize that out. Ah, Bill's always been Bill. I think there are times where you realize there's something I have to do, but you're also being a gutless coward. So I better be really nice about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Right, let's get to some of your calls. Today has been a heavy day of crushing Tiki Barber because he committed a crime against sports fandom earlier on. I think I phrased it differently. Right. He committed a crime. I'm against sports, um, sports manity. Sports manity. Thank you. That's what it was. But before we get to some of your calls, look, we got to do this two days in a row. We hold ourselves accountable for the things <laughs> we say on the radio. And I remember yesterday I had to apologize for something I said that was incorrect mm-hmm. concerning Josh Allen and Mark Sanchez. I did too. I had to apologize for getting Conan the Barbarian mixed up with Beastmaster. That's right. And That's we right. take pride in admitting when we're wrong. We don't want false information out there for any longer than we have to. So about 39 minutes ago, Sean Morash did a Cinco de Fivo. And he uttered something that Tiki and I did not correct him on. So we right. take the blame because as well. I did not know. Because I didn't know either. <laughs> so, Sean, the floor is yours to apologize to the audience for your big, 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 big F up. Uh, my number three least relevant state was South Dakota. Yes. I apologize to the folks of South Dakota because the reason I put them there was I said, and quote, at least North Dakota has the presidential mountain, <laughs> which we found out was Mount Rushmore. You found out it was Mount Rushmore. As it turns out, South Dakota's home to Mount Rushmore, not North Dakota. Every time I hear you, I feel a little bit dumber. So North Dakota is actually less relevant than South Dakota. And I apologize to South Dakota, and I apologize to anybody who's visited Mount Rushmore, which apparently is all of our listeners, right. because they and happen so, to know. And so as a result, does that mean that North Dakota is now on yeah. your list at number three? Yeah, North Dakota is number three, not right, South Dakota. Perfect. And Bismarck is the capital of North Dakota. Oh, you had to get that in there? Yeah. Well, you asked me to tell the capitals, and I apologize as well. While I may love presidents and can name all the presidents and know basic things about them. You've never been to Mount Rushmore? I've never been to Mount Rushmore. I don't really have that much interest in going to Mount Rushmore. Why? It's just a freaking mountain that you they know what? carved. Yeah, Evan's kind of right. Here's the problem with Mount Rushmore, okay? I understand that it's part of a park, but if you're planning a trip <laughs> to Mount Rushmore, when you get out of the car and you look up at the heads. You're done. Three minutes later, you're looking up where the nearest Perkins is, and your trip's over. You don't? No, I've, trust me. I've looked into it because I said, you know what? As a geek that goes to presidential childhood homes, I should see Mount Rushmore. And I would always see how far out of the way it was, how there was nothing around there. And I reminded myself, what am I looking at? I'm looking at a freaking mountain. Like, I kind of feel that way about Grand Canyon as well. I went to the Grand Canyon. And I remember I looked down, and I was like, okay, it's a canyon. Wow, they really <laughs> It's true. It's a hole. It's wow, this canyon is grand. It's pretty amazing. Right. And by the way, when I went to the Grand Canyon, it was foggy. So I didn't even see the bottom of the canyon. That was me at the Willis Tower. I right. It's all out of fog. And I was like, okay, hon, let's go. Because I went with my now wife. So yeah, I got as much as I am fascinated by presidents, interested in presidents and all that crap. Yeah, Mount Rushmore doesn't do it for me. Yeah, I watched a documentary on Mount Rushmore, and I don't even remember it. 
You well, uh, clearly you didn't get, remember what state it was in. You're gonna get into the whole, you know, we kind of stole the land thing because no, 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 we've no. stolen I, a lot of land. I honestly don't gentlemen. remember what what was in the documentary. Oh, because it was about how they messed up and then they had to like re-blast it. Well, you know what they were supposed to do. This I know about Mount Rushmore. They were supposed to do the whole body, like it was head and body, really? and then they changed it and just did the heads. That's all they did. So I do remember that being a thing. Would but, they have carved their penises? <laughs> what? Who do you think would have the biggest fonts? <laughs> what kind of question? Well, if they're gonna do that? the whole body, do you think that was like a debate with them, and that's why they didn't? Do I'm it? going. I'm going. Abe Lincoln. Mm. He looked like a guy with a huge hose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he was six. What? Yeah. Four. Tiki, they've been in locker rooms. They are so classless. <laughs> it's five forty-five. We got kids in the you car. You never were. You never thought about that. I'm All giving, these dopey trips to these guys' houses, no, presents. No. You never thought about their schwanz. No, I haven't. I'm this giving, bed is extra long. Oh my god, you too. <laughs> I'm giving a historical lesson, and these guys have to ask. I mean, that's honestly. I apologize for that now. You know what they say about the size of a top hat? Oh, it's unbelievable. He wants to see my penis. <laughs> From Evan Roberts, who took a peek at the great Howard Stearns, you know what? That is true. That's how we're talking about me. One of my fondest moments in radio. Uh, let's go to Ray in South Florida, who's waited a while, and that is appreciated. What's up, Ray? Yeah, the show's gone off the rails. <laughs> Sorry. So, so I, I want to talk about uh, a, a leaving a game early uh, story, but mm-hmm. real quick. If Sean has not picked up a paddle yet by next Thursday, Evan, you're going to kick his ass. <laughs> I'm a pickleball player, oh. and Sean, I think you probably are a better athlete. I've seen Evan run, but <laughs> I, the fact that he plays, I think he's going to destroy you. Oh. He smacks a ball back and forth with his wife. He doesn't play. No, he knows the game, man. You know, you, you talked about Greg Maddox. You know how many batters went up to the plate saying he's throwing up meatballs at 80 miles an hour, uh. and they walked back to the plate Thank three you. strikes later? Ray gets it. Ray gets it. Ray understands. Yeah, I am Greg Maddox. I'm Thank a you. player. I appreciate I, it. I agree. I'm a player. So here's my story. Go ahead. And Evan, don't hang up until I tell you what Reggie said, okay. which is the key to the whole story. <laughs> okay. So summer of 78, my brother take, him and his wife take me and my buddy to a Yankee game. We had the best seats ever, right down by home plate, watching the game against the Brewers. The Yanks are losing probably the sixth inning, like 8-3, 9-3. So my brother, who paid for the ticket, says, I want to leave. I want to go to the racetrack, Roosevelt Raceway. I'm like, oh, come on. We're right. Look at these seats. They're fantastic. We go to the racetrack all the way to the game. Reggie gets hit in the head with a pitch. Mm. The Yankees come back and they're winning the game all the way back to the racetrack. They come back and win the game as we're sitting in the parking lot. I'm going crazy on my brother. He's laughing the whole way. We go to the racetrack. We catch the last race. He hits the triple and wins $900. So my brother is ecstatic, and then Tiki will probably support my brother on this one. And Evan, you'll support me because I never want to leave early. Uh Fast forward, the end of the world. This is the 78th season, Evan, so you know where I'm going. I know. In the the locker room, after they win the World Series, Reggie's being interviewed, and he says, the turning point of the season was the game against the Brewers when I got hit in the head. <laughs> that's great. I, I call my bro- to this day. I will never let my brother live it down. Uh, now great. I've mastered the exit sign to get to the exit at the end of a game, right. including a LeBron James tip in in the finals and run out the door. But I will never ever leave a game early, and I will kill my brother. To this day, I hate him for it. You ne- <laughs> dude, Ray, great it's call. Great. We appreciate you waiting. That's why you can't leave. Mm. That's why you never know. Now we know that last night in Brooklyn. Yes, the Knicks won a dramatic game. Yes, I'll remember that one minute of Nick Claxton blocking Jalen Brunson. Uh, Dennis Smith leading the worst three-on-one fast break you'll ever see. (laughs) Cam Johnson missing a point-blank layup that got blocked into the thunderous dunk by Julius Randle. I'll remember that. And some Knicks fans will remember that. I know 
that that's probably not going to be on the highlight reel when the Knicks get knocked out in the second round of the postseason. But you don't know. Like, when you left in a one-point game with 3.58 to go, you didn't know what could have happened. Like, what if the Nets won that game, went on a miracle run, and won an NBA title? And I would have said that night in January got it all turned around. The Nets still in the league. Did you listen to your coach after this game? I have tried to ignore the existence of Jacques Vaughn because (laughs) I want to be respectful when I say... He has done such a freaking horrible job with this roster and his rotations and his lineups. And I bitched about it during the show, during the game with Tiki, that I am trying, since no one cares about the Nets anyway, and we're not talking about them, to try to ignore when he speaks. But if you have something to say about what Jacques Vaughn said, fine, go ahead. It was just interesting because he was asked why Dennis Smith Jr. was in the was in the game. Because Spencer Dinwiddie sucks. So at the sorry, Spence. Yeah, okay, it wasn't even about that. He said yeah. something about his spirit. Yeah, he's got great spirit. <laughs> right, his spirit. I was he's like, got what? amazing spirit. Yeah. I was, did I hear that correctly? Not not a skill. Yeah. And I did. Eventually, he you know turned to defensive acumen. And he's great defensively. He's still trying to figure out you know what his finishing lineup is. Type well, of speaking thing, of can't but, finish, Dennis Smith can't finish around the hoop. Right. The Nets yeah, still right. in the league. But he said something about his spirit. Like yeah. he's got an energy, his spirit. I was like, huh? May I ask you a question? Go ahead. Why'd you bring that up right now? Because you were talking about Dennis Smith Jr. I wasn't talking about Dennis Smith Jr. I it. was talking about Evan. how did he not Dennis Smith Jr. did. And it sparked it because guess what? I was in the car about <laughs> five minutes from five minutes from home when Jock Vaughn was doing his post game press conference and I heard this. By the way, I heard it live. You know what? We have come full circle. It was almost four hours ago where Evan opened up the show, Killing Tiki, and I was with Evan as far as leaving the game early. The game ended in the car, and Tiki stuck with the post-game show. That is, a, that is really impressive. <laughs> I got to tell you. Right? I could have turned on some Teddy Swims or something instead. <laughs> he, went, he went Jacques Vaughn presser. <laughs> Two people yesterday heard Jacques Vaughn's presser. Jacques Vaughn and Tiki. <laughs> that is some loyalty to A, Jacques Vaughn, and B, the radio station. And he's like, I'm listening. Good job out of you. You're very welcome. Michael's in Staten Island. What's up, Michael? Hey, what's going on, gentlemen? What's up? Uh, I just got off the phone with Vegas. The Sharks are betting Sean Morash at plus 290 against Evan Roberts in Pickleball. Wow. Wow. How about that? I'm very honored. I'm a favorite. I'm a big dog. That means you're a big, fat dog. Yeah. They're saying that he's very nimble on his feet. They're saying that the Peloton works. You know, I like the odds, honestly, boys. But uh, to to get back to what I was going to talk about, um, earlier this year, me and a couple of my friends, we went to the Met game on Sunday Night Baseball where they were playing the Guardians. Mm -hmm. So it's a 1-1 game in the eighth inning. There's nothing really going on. So my friend's like, yo, let's leave. I'm (sighs) like, dude, there's no way I'm leaving this game right now. Like, I'm watching a pitcher's duel right now at this point. I don't care. Like, I'll take the train back. Staten Island. I don't care. So Francisco Lindor gets up to the plate and he just sends one out. And we're just, I'm just going crazy the whole entire time. And I'm saying, I told you we shouldn't have left. I told you we shouldn't have left. That's right. That's right. I mean, that's, you know, it's so funny. I remember that game very vividly. So did he leave? No, he stayed and watched it. He talked to his friend in his stand. Oh, nice. I mean, basically his point is that's why you don't leave. Yes. And look, baseball's it's, different because something can happen and change. Well, something didn't happen in the last three minutes of yeah, the next of Knicks game. Did, like, there I was a also, basketball I can also game. listen to it. Well, you can listen to the Mets game. Baseball's different. I don't know. Goodbye, SNY. Baseball night in New York is next. 
What, what, I love baseball. Like, mm-hmm. you know baseball's my first love. Right. But what does that mean, baseball's different? It's just, I don't know. It just feels different to sit and watch a full baseball game. So and I, by the way, they're getting done in two under two hours these days. I, well, basketball's not exactly three and a half hours long. It was two and change. It was almost three, two and a half no, hours. It was. It was a 7.30 tip. It was over by 9.45. No. Yes. No. All right, I'm going to see when I wrote you last night. If I take you to another basketball game, which I may, I, I like going with you. You're going to require me to stay till the end? I didn't say that. I'm asking, are you telling me ahead of time, Ab? I am not staying. Mm, depends. Oh, I'll give you depends. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> and this is bad news for Lugie because he's my partner with this usually. But you know I'm a Knicks season ticket holder. I do know that. And a part of being a Knicks season ticket holder is the playoffs. That's yeah. when everybody becomes friends with Evan. Well, Let's go next. Well, the, the Knicks are easy. Because I park like you tell me to park. It's literally right outside the tunnel. I am through and out in Jersey in less than five minutes. So does that mean if I take you to a Nick playoff game, you will not leave early? Uh, depends on what episode of True Detective we're on. <laughs> oh my God. You're not wrapped with the eight episodes by May. We have problems. <laughs> yeah, right. How much would it bother you, Lugie, if I take Tiki over you knowing he may leave with five minutes to go? Well, not just that. And I don't want to touch anybody else's money here, but I'm sure Tiki could afford his own ticket and sit with us on the uh, the bridge up there. So right. I think all well, three of us what? could go. Tiki could leave early, and then you and I could So you want stay. me to buy an... Oh, you no, want t- no, no, you Tiki, want Tiki could to buy, buy his own ticket. He's you, rich. You guys go with, on with Lugie, you and Evan can go. And Thank me you, and sir. Sean will get some sweet and just. Yeah, oh, I'm with you. Oh, you're going to sit courtside no, next to you, the furries. I'm with you. By the way, does anybody complain about more money than the Wilpons? Like Blue Gower? <laughs> Every time it comes up, I'm not buying this, this, that, the other thing. I know. It's insane. Well, he's very uh, he's very frugal. I know. I feel sorry for your wife. <laughs> She's the one with the money. <laughs> Let's go to a couple of people have thoughts on my beard. We agreed earlier in the show to a grudge match of pickleball. Me versus Sean Morash. If I win, I get rid of the beard. No offense, Pete Alonzo, but if Sean wins, he gets to make a big show decision. Whatever the hell that is, as long as Tiki approves it, so nothing too crazy. Not firing me. He's not firing you. <laughs> not changing the name of the show. Nothing crazy like that, but he does get to make some kind of significant show decision. Let's go to Kendrick in Suffer, New York. Hey, Kendrick. Kendrick. Gentlemen, uh, Evan, I got to... I got to call you out on this. I know what you're doing here. This is a win-win for you with this pickleball match because if you lose, you're going to be on the radio in two weeks coming up with another way to get rid of the beard. So I think prior to this match, (laughs) you need to have a stipulation in this, which is you can't shave the beard for a certain amount of time uh, after. And I have an idea for you. Uh, And I think what needs to happen to get rid of the beard is you have to go back to the place where the inspiration came from, which is, if I'm not mistaken, Pete Alonzo wearing a shirt in Madison Square Garden saying, yes. I love New York. Yes. And I know you long enough from listening to you on the radio that something that you never wanted to do and to get rid of the beard, forget the pickleball match, yeah. do that for fun, do sure. that for whatever. Sure. You need to sit in Celebrity Row at MSG with some sort of shirt or one of those furry costumes and make everyone know that you're there just to shave the beard either before the game or after the game and there's a guy on instagram the guy goes vic blends he's got a uh, a, like three million followers he's a pretty good uh barber that uh looks for guys on the street with a good story give him a free haircut maybe tommy can hook you up with that guy for the show for i don't know some sort of event before or after your knicks season ticket game 
get a haircut uh, on the court or, or set something up <laughs> where it's more of a, a show and a spectacle because uh, I think you're setting up a win-win here. If you lose that pickleball, when can you shave the beard? I next? think, by the way, by the way, that's a great question, and I agree. I think that there so we need should... to put a stipulation on it. I'm fine with that. There should be a stipulation. I don't know what that is. We'll negotiate it over the next few days, but we will agree to something. I do have some bad news for you. I'm not allowed inside Madison Square Garden unless I buy a freaking ticket. So it's not like I'm going to get hooked up on Celebrity Row at <laughs> Madison Square Garden. This isn't Barclays Center where they'll probably pray for people to show up. This is the garden. So, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> unless Tiki can pull back because he is a celebrity. Well, I mean, who did we see last night? Cam Newton? Yep. Cam, Cam Newton, Newton was courtside at Barclays Center, as was Brandon Marshall. Brandon Marshall, as was... Tyra Banks with, with her furries, with some furries, mm-hmm. and they acted like she didn't know them, but she was sitting between them. So it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's not a coincidence. It's not a coincidence. She's promoting something, and we don't know what it is. Right. But eventually, we'll find it out. Justin Tuck was down there as well, but I think he paid for his seats, or Goldman paid for his seats because that's who he works for now. Look at you. They didn't put him on the screen. <laughs> they put Common on the screen. Though. They did. Common. Common's are a lot. Common's big right. net fan. Uh, Big fan. What were you talking about? I have no idea. Oh, about me courtside at the garden and shave my beard? That's not happening. Um, Courtside. It can be possible. It's not. not, Trust me, it's not happening. Why not? Do you not want to be courtside? And by the way, why wouldn't Tiki be alone? We've seen what Dolan does to people leave Nick games early. (laughs) Oh, that's true. (laughs) Yeah. If I sat courtside, and I have sat courtside before, I would not. Ever leave early. That's right. If it's courtside, he stays. If it's up at 225 with Evan, he's mm-hmm. gone. <laughs> if he's upstairs, he's out. See ya. <laughs> Quick break. We'll squeeze in some more of your calls at 877-337-6666. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.